Hey guys, uh, we're starting a podcast. We don't have a name for it yet, uh, but we're going to take suggestions. I'm Graham, and I'm here with Eli. Am I supposed to say something? (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming so. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Amanda. (laughs) Sorry, I'm dying. (laughs) Who's dying, apparently? And Emma. Me. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Hi. Um, Hi. <laughs> so we're gonna we we're probably gonna talk about end up talking about a bunch of random theological stuff that we just we just want to get out. But today we're oh, talking about John Chow. Chow is it Chow. Yes, we're going to go yeah. by that name. We're gonna call it Chow. We're gonna call Chow. him Chow. John Allen Chow, and so his death and stuff. And so we've kind of been talking about for like you know past couple hours about that. So we're like, hey, let's record a podcast. And so uh, we were talk- talking about it. And so um, John Allen Chow went to the North Sentinelese and died, we think. His, parent- his family thinks he's still alive. Um, the fishermen report that he died, though. But yeah. So there's some conflicting beliefs there. I hope he's still alive, but we're going to go off the assumption that he's dead. Um, so yeah, I don't really know any thoughts, anything like that i'm such a great host how can we like use this information like because we're we're just going to how are we how are we going to use his death like yeah like that's my question yeah, yeah. like assuming that he's dead yeah we're gonna go off the assumption that he's dead and hope that he's alive so um yes I don't know. For me, so do you have any thoughts on like how we can use his death to further possible missions or relations with the North Sentinel people? Well, I think before that can be addressed, you have to address the multiple opinions on his death and whether it was a good or a bad thing, or what he was doing was right or what he was doing was wrong. Okay, and. Yeah, because that just kind of ties in. Okay, so what do you think, Emma? Personally, I think that he was doing what God asked him to do. And if he is dead, which we're functioning under the belief that he is, um, I mourn for his death, but I am proud to say that I know someone who is that obedient. Or, like, I know of someone who's that obedient to go into somewhere where it's illegal to go to, and it's a really scary place to go to, which he talks about in his journals. Um, And, I mean, there's a lot of opinions on um, whether it was right or whether it was um, colonizing or it was racist to go there. And personally, I don't believe any of the things that a lot of people are saying just because... Um, I know that our God is a loving God and so much so that he has a purpose for everyone, especially, um, John. And so his purpose, which he established since he was like younger, he like his entire growing up, he had a heart for these people and it was his mission to be able to go and be there. And he came prepared and, I believe that what he was doing was the right thing and that um, he died as a martyr for Christ. 
which I don't think some people agree with, but that's just what I say. Yeah, in my circles, I'm kind of getting the, like, people don't know who he is, or, like, he's the martyr for Christ. Mm -hmm. Y'all have, I don't know about y'all, y'all may have a little different. So, Eli and I are brothers, by the way. If y'all don't know this, um, (laughs) why are you listening to us? For the one person... (laughs) For the one person that's listening later. Yeah. Um, me yeah. and Eli. Eli and I are brothers. Um, Emma and I are dating. We probably should have said this in the intro. Oh, um, yeah. Probably. probably. But yeah. hey, you know, it's the post-intro intro. And Amanda yeah, is, is my mom. Yeah. Uh, no, Amanda. I'm kidding. I'm like the adopted mom of all three of them. A... Basically, it's like a mixture of mom and sister. It and just kind of depends aunt. on the day for what it is. Crazy True. Aunt. Very crazy. crazy aunt. Aunt. <laughs> just a weird mixture of the three. Just go with it. Don't think about it. Amanda's Logically basically at all. our big sister. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. But me and Eli are the actual related ones. So yep. he's like in the next room over. We're recording this. Oh. We're in totally different areas. Don't worry about it. Don't it's... worry. There should be no feedback. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so now that y'all have heard my opinion, Eli, what's your opinion on it? My opinion is that although I don't think he did everything in the most effective way possible, mm-hmm. I believe he had a, he was getting on to the right the right way to do things and that he was doing most things like um i think we were talking about earlier he was um first making contact with the tribe by mm-hmm. canoeing closer to them and then what was he doing was he talking or saying something to them he well he had two encounters one day where he went and so his first encounter he like kayaked up to like kind of close to the shore and then they started like like lining up to like fire arrows and so he like kayaked away and just like kind of hung out in his kayak for a while and then later in the day he came back and um he was able to get closer and like they weren't as hostile because like they recognized him from earlier um and then he's he's saying worship songs and then the um the tribe kind of like calmed down and then brought out a boat to like come and see him. And then um, John gave like presents to him um, Mm -hmm. and to the tribe's people and then started preaching from Genesis to them. Okay. So I think he was getting onto the right um, path where he (laughs) first making contact with them. And then when they were aggressive towards him, they were, then he would back off. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, we don't know what their language is, and they don't know what ours is. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful not to um, offend them culturally, and to be careful of not causing any hostile thoughts towards us, uh, since we do not share a common language. So I think we should. Um, take from his book that he was he was on the right path he was making contact with them peacefully and i think that he was doing well and up until he advanced it uh further i think he Mm -hmm. should have taken longer uh before he uh, went uh and physically stepped on the island i think he should have made contact with more because Mm -hmm. i believe let me check my 
source. I think it's on uh, IndianExpress.com. Sources. Mm-hmm. He thought that there was around 200 and two, to 250. Yeah. Giving that there was around, like he was guess, estimating there's around mm-hmm. 10 people per hut or something like mm-hmm. that. I'll have to check my site in a little bit. Um, but given there's 200 to 250 people, him on the first day going and meeting, say, like, I don't remember how many it was, there's, but it was. Like, there's only a few, I think. Yeah. There was two it's people like, that were on the boat. I don't think he actually stepped on land. Like, I, I never until, read that. I think I the boat came on, out, and I think then he, he went tucked on, people on the boat. No, I he got he, killed on land. Though. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, the yeah, but the day. first day he didn't make uh, yeah, yeah. landfall. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, he should have waited longer. He should have been more patient in oh, his actions. I agree that he should have been more patient, but we also don't know how much longer he had. The Indian government is not exactly. Um, friendly to Christians, they're not exactly pro-Christian, well, and that, he's and it's sorry. illegal to go on that island, and so yeah. like I and feel, be around it. I feel like, I feel like what you're saying is right, but I am also no, we don't know what his situation was and whether mm-hmm. or not he, because a lot of times, whether or not you think that. Whether or not the authorities are on you or not, if you think the authorities are on you, you kind of want to speed that up. Yeah. Well, I think it's also kind of admirable because, like, he started sharing the gospel with those two men that came out on the boat to meet him. So these men came out, and when they saw him worshiping, they were like, okay, like, he's cool. Like, like, let's go see what he's up to. And then they got gifts, and then. Cal started sharing the gospel and then it wasn't even the two men it was a 10 year old boy on the shore that actually um, fired an arrow at Chow and like hit Chow's bible and then what Chow... a shot that kid's gonna go to the Olympics just sign him up now India oh my gosh Taco ain't got nothing on him and then uh, Chow like kind of like retreated and like went back into his kayak and like kind of like paddled off and then in his journal he talked about how like um, he um, was really scared and didn't know what he was doing but um, and he didn't want to die but if that was the Lord's will for him then he would and that um, he doesn't think that somebody else um, should come because he made two advances in one day um, and then he made the choice to not push it further and do like a third time that day he chose yeah. to like wait until tomorrow mm-hmm. and so I think that's admirable to be like oh like the kids are scared like they're kind of freaked out by me but like they're still becoming more welcoming mm-hmm. and and we talked about earlier, and one of the points I brought up is, you know, as you get older, you're kind of less afraid of other people if you mm-hmm. uh, if you outnumber them. And so these two guys kayak out to Chow, and the worst thing that happens in their mind, even if he attacks them, is it's two on one, mm-hmm. right? So if yeah. I, I'm just trying to get into their mindset. They paddle out, and it's intentional that they paddle out two, to, two against one, in my opinion. They paddle out. 
and it's two on one. So even if Chow attacks them, mm-hmm. they have obviously they have help because I mean, a ten year old kid who's the next I don't know, man. That kid's the next Lone Ranger. Lone <laughs> Ranger of the North Sentinel well, is over there. Chow yeah. also wrote that like he saw that they left their spears on the shore but like he still wasn't sure whether they were fully unarmed or not and so he was still very cautious about it to figure out whether they truly were unarmed and that's interesting too because that implies that they're wearing more clothes than we think they are too exactly yeah um yeah because you can hide a a small knife pretty easily yeah Yeah. it's not hard to do that and most of the pictures we have are not, they're not very well clothed, I would say. No, but Must that be. that still but implies the... they're wearing more clothes than even in those pictures. Yeah, um, yeah. My... Or could have been hiding in their boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. That too. But like to a ten-year-old kid, like you see this white guy, and we think we don't know, but there's this. British Royal Navy dude who's a total creep and did awful, horrible things mm-hmm. to North Sentinelese children and then released the children back to the island. So what we think is that the children told their parents and their families what happened and then the North Sentinelese people were like, no more people on this island ever again. We're not going to let this happen again. And so we're going to kill anyone who sets foot on here. We're not taking that chance. Um, and so to a 10-year-old who, that's what we think, we don't know. Um, but to a 10-year-old, you know, that's really scary. You've been told your whole life, you know, avoid these people, avoid these people, avoid these people. And you see this guy who you've been told to avoid, and you see two more people paddling out, you know. And he may not have known what's going on, too, you know. We don't know that. And so he fires a shot, and, you know, fortunately it hits, his, it hits Chow's Bible instead of Chow. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh why don't know. you talk more on that article too because like you were kind of vague about it which i mean like don't like which... share all the like gory details but like expound on it a little bit more because it's kind of hard to understand. <laughs> it's pretty nasty man um i mean just get the just like the, the art so the british royal navy dude was kind of a perv and uh that's kind of all i really want to say i mean he was just kind of pervy and he He was taking explicit photos explicit photos of children and yeah and hello hello (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was my computer i was i'm looking at another article and he was uh investigating very thoroughly their genitals yeah Uh, so that's part of the reason why we think that the north sentinelese are so anti uh social yeah. Um, or like part of the reason uh, like, no, I think that's more than enough reason honestly well, like, yeah. and like historically they've always been that way they've always been kind of more standoffish so yeah but like and that's that, definitely that could a be reason to, that could be due to um the visits that they have had have been negative mm-hmm. um there was one uh in 1771 uh a British vessel. Let me see. This is Hold the up. same dude. No, different, okay. different dude. Hold up. No, my, my, my bad. Um, continue on in your thing. I'll tell you a little bit about what I find. Okay, I'm reading. So, I mean, that's just. <laughs> so okay, that's... here we go. 
Okay, there you go. Okay, 1880 in January. Um, Maurice Vital Portman. This is the same dude I'm talking about. Oh, gosh. Well, according to this thing, they took um, an elderly couple and four children were taken to Port Blair. Uh, the officer in charge wrote that the entire group sickened rapidly and the old man and his wife died. So, so the four four children were sent back to their home with quantities of presents, and that is a quote. That's from his book himself, though. Yes. Other um, eyewitness accounts say, yeah, that happened, but that he did other grotesque things. Yes. It's a weird word. Grotesque. But, um... Sorry. Yeah, that was in 1880. So, that brings up another thing. These... Um, this island has been exposed to I don't know how many sicknesses or mm-hmm. major sicknesses were up until 1880 but like a good portion of European sicknesses and are still alive mm-hmm. which is freaking incredible like that's impressive like thanks the plague yeah mm. um, so yeah what are your thoughts on that <gasps> Well, Chow did his best to uh, prevent that. And so mm-hmm. before he went, he isolated himself for 11 days. And so the authorities, the police are saying that's because you've been hiding, which may be partially true. And Chow's friends and family are like, no, he did it so that he wouldn't give the North Sentinelese any modern diseases, which mm-hmm. is I'm sure it was both. I mean, I mean, it's always yes, yes. good to hide, but when you're doing something illegal and in the advancement of the gospel. Yeah. Um, but I think also that's admirable. You know? Um, and also, do you think that the North Sentinelese could have diseases that we may have not experienced that could cause harm to us? Probably not. Really? I would beg to differ. Yeah, I agree with Emma. I, I would say I would... probably not. Or maybe a maybe a, a genetically oh, different crap. strand crap of whatever <gasps> virus or whatever you want to say. I would say probably not, and here's why. Okay. So, in when the conquistadors came to the Native Americans, yes, they didn't get diseases, really. Yes. But, like, the worst thing they got was, like, they got sick from drinking the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't think they got any sicknesses. But the you Native American... climate, too, though. It's a similar climate, though. But uh, compared to Northwest... Um, United States, I'd imagine it's at least a little bit different because that's a tropical island mm-hmm. and up in the northwest it's a more cool climate um, oh, no. depending on where he grew up in Washington State, it's either more dry or it's really rainy usually in the 60s Hold up. sometimes a little bit lower but... Hold up, I've got time out. What? Y'all just switched on me he was talking about um, 
I was talking about diseases. Oh, yeah, we were I, talking about diseases. No, but uh, the climate. Or, yeah, the I cl- heard climate. No, not the climate of where Chow lives, but where, the climate of the conquistadors would be yeah. similar, though. But I also think that well, hygiene is much different than it was the, at that time. Yeah, that as well. I mean, and... I'm I'm no Spanish conquistador, but I'm pretty sure I <laughs> wash my hands more than the average conquistador did. Probably. Yeah. And also, they've done studies, and most of the um, so there's a video on YouTube. It's by CHPG Gray. It's a why was there no America pox? So the reason there was no America pox is there weren't enough population centers to breed all the stuff, all the all the nasty parasites and stuff. So they couldn't give it back. Even in the Mayans and Incas, they were pretty clean, even though they did some awful things you know human sacrifices are yeah. good but they're pretty clean and even their population centers weren't as large as london or paris or you know yeah and amsterdam. london and paris and amsterdam have been well london especially i think london is where like all diseases go to go create yeah exactly <laughs> and so like they they hadn't experienced that and the other thing is a lot of the diseases came from animals and animals created those diseases. So, like, the pigs had diseases. The sheep had diseases. Um, dogs with the fleas. Um, you know, rats. Um, yeah. There's all sorts of things. And the Americans, the most, um, the, uh, the, the only, oh, gosh, what is it called? The only, oh, what is it called when you have an ant, a domesticated the only domesticated animal that the Americas had were llamas and alpacas. Mm-hmm. And ironically, that's where you find your biggest population centers, near where you can get llamas and alpacas. Um, so that way you can move stuff that's heavier. Um, yeah. But also, also, to to butt in um, on that, oh, I'm most done. of today's major uh, diseases were I wouldn't say alive but like were common not common but like they had a peak in the 19th century you can say whatever you want about that I don't know why um, exactly but um, had a peak in the 19th or 20th century but were around far before that like thousands of years before that they just weren't like huge most of the common diseases today, like yeah. let's say uh, tuberculosis or influenza or you know the Black Death, yellow fever, smallpox, cholera, yeah. malaria, uh, all polio. All these, all these different diseases have been around for a long time. Just some of them were not as commonplace as others, and they peaked during the 19th century or some of them the 20th century but they were around before that so these people could have easily been exposed to many many diseases um what do you think about that do you think they could have possibly been exposed to some of the common diseases today i doubt it because they do speak a different language even from the islanders around them um but due to due to this um so when they, these young children were kidnapped and 
whatever oh, happened that's to true. them. That's true. That's true. They were yeah. exposed to this less than moral person for, <sighs> you know, several days. Mm-hmm. And even soldiers and, you know, sailors, which sailors are really gross. Like, they're stuck on a ship like for a long time. And they're not very hygienic. So they could have easily been exposed to many, many different diseases and taken this back to their island. Do you think there's a possibility of that actually being possible or actually happening? That's fair, too. I don't think that's valid. Um, I don't think that's like, not that that's not valid. I don't. I don't think that that's like super important. Um, because I well, think this, could, this is important due to if we want to uh, approach these people, we want we want to not spread our diseases to them. And if they're they've been exposed to our diseases, they may already have an immunity to it. That's unlike fair. the Americans. But let's take the assumption that they have it, so that way we're okay. as safe as we can be. You know, okay. that's just kind of what I would do. Is just assume that they haven't been exposed to anything. And so let's try to limit as many germs as we have to them. Uh, I think that's definitely a good idea to limit the germs. But I also think that we should be cautious and not over-assume that they, like, don't have anything. Because, I mean, think about the cultures and the viruses and the bacteria that grow in standing water. And in specifically... Pacifically, um, <laughs> um, salt water, and and also the condition that they're living in, or proposedly they're living in, um, and that hygiene isn't as good as it is for us there. I mean, I don't know. I've seen some of their teeth, and you can see them from a mile off. I mean, like they're yeah, they have really like, good teeth. Yeah, pristine. That is like. Okay, so like when they're you're perfect look, teeth. Like when it's you're amazing. looking at hygiene, the first thing you look at is teeth, because that tells you if you take care of your teeth, you're probably going to take care of everything else. I would assume so. Maybe they just like good teeth. They don't want to be kissing no nasty breath. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. If no, the North Sentinelese ever hear this podcast, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry in advance. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'd also make the argument that um, whenever the children were taken over by the naval officer guy, two elderly people were taken with them and they died from sickness. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were also, like, they would have, yeah. yeah. But they were um, exposed to that as well, so they might have brought that back, just the theories, but so that might have um, built up their immunity as well, just a little bit. But we have, like Graham said, we have to go off of the fact that they might not have. Yeah, yeah. because of... Just something to think about. But, yeah. But in... But if the other... arrive in tropical cultures. But so. the other thing is, too, is if they have a different... If they're stranded mutated differently than our strand, we could get it. Mm-hmm. Very true. Okay, also, I want to talk about something. Chow said that he was, like, preaching out of Genesis to them. Yeah. But 
nobody knows what language they speak. So how did he preach out of Genesis to them? And how did they like sit and listen to him if they didn't he understand? He may have just spoke Indian. Or English. We don't I don't think it was specified. Yeah, I don't think that that was important. I I definitely think it is. Just I, based why? on the language barriers that I've experienced, it definitely makes a difference in the way that you share the gospel and the way that you present yourself. But also people who don't understand you get angry a lot faster. But which language would they understand more, English or Indian? That's the thing. Probably I Indian. Probably I would take Indian. The, I would take the bet on Indian. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Do you, you remember? Do does anyone remember what day it was that he was preaching from Genesis? No. I got his notes pulled up. Okay, I got his journal pulled up, so I'm gonna be looking for that scene. <laughs> if he like, if he says anything about it, specifically. well, like, and the other thing is like, I don't know if he was a uh, if he was preaching in tongues either. Yeah, I don't. True. Know. Like, because we've all we actually all went on mission together again. Should have put this in the intro. So the post intro, post intro. Oh um, <laughs> we all went on mission together, and we've had times where you know. For whatever reason, we I've not had it personally, but other people have where just God is just speaking to them in whatever language you're speaking, and he's just translating it through the airwaves, and they understand it when they hear it, um, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's a thing, and so that that very well could have happened. Um, we don't know. I don't think he says Very that. Very well could have, but like, wouldn't that be something to document though? Be like, but they would spoke he know? English and would I understood it. But, but w- see, that's the thing is all of the, like, the experience that we've had with the speaking in tongues thing is they had no idea. Like, they thought they were just speaking English when really, like, Caleb Moore, he was speaking Hungarian when he thought he was speaking English. Like, yeah. It would be yeah. a noticeable difference. And Chow would be like, why is he speaking? Why are they speaking English back to me? Like, how do they understand Well, does that? it say they said anything, though? It doesn't. That's the thing. That's my point. Is like, oh, wouldn't okay. it be a notable it's thing not, if okay. he was... It's not mentioned, yeah. therefore. It's, it's not probably mentioned. not yeah. a thing. Okay. Hey, exactly. hold up. Commander, send me the link to the journal. And continue. Continue. <laughs> Edit out, uh, dude. I'm leaving all this in. Um, okay, cool. I'm not cutting this. But you know, I think that so, even if they did understand, would it matter? Yeah, that's true too. It's, I mean, like this is the first time they've heard the gospel ever. Yeah. I I'm a high proponent of God speaks to people in the ways in which he wants to. And <coughs> honestly, I don't know what their experience was or what Chad's experience was other than a 10-year-old shot at him and it hit the Bible. That's literally all I know because there's nothing else that's That's not spiritual it. warfare at all. Ronaldo. No, not definitely all. not. Not at all. 
hi satan it's nice to see you again not none of us here have been cussed out on mission trips ever <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not what <One> instance <laughs> all of them <laughs> no <laughs> hungry <laughs> oh my god Dude, we all screamed at gambia I remember that. That was terrifying. Yeah, I got yelled at for believing in three gods, I believe, because I was trying to explain the Trinity to... Oh my lord, I remember that. That was a bad conversation. He was so mad. He was. Um, one of that one. one of the it guys, was almost like, comical. One of the guys was like, chill with it. He's like, okay, I'll listen to you. Then the other three guys were like, screw you, dude. See, I would much rather be yelled at and like cussed out than have arrows shot at me, though. So like... Holy butts, I am really thankful. So. Gosh. Thanks. <laughs> it's all about where you are in your walk and like, all about where you where are. Where did you get this, Manders? I just said, looked it up. Manda, would you send creepy. it to me? Yeah, just send I me. just looked up John Chow journals and I found it. I did. It's literally find... screenshots of oh all gosh. of his journals. Okay. Oh my I gosh. Find that one. Send I that need in it. The group chat. Yeah. It's on my computer. I can't really put it on the group chat. You have Facebook. <laughs> okay, I'll try. This we'll is see. really interesting. Yeah, like you can see his handwriting. It's everything. Wow. And yeah, like the to, first page is really like get, thick. Yeah, long. Like yeah. long. <laughs> like... There's 13 pages <laughs> of this. Really... <laughs> We're 12. Was your mind okay? <laughs> no, and it makes it entertaining. That... So shush, dude. This is um. What the heck, dude? Yeah, no, and I some... told you he's like literally insane. I love him to death. <laughs> there's some... no, there's... I can't read all of this. This is so long. Yeah, that's there's... just the first page. I know. I'm scrolling down through. I think he's so cool. Thirteen. No one actually gave their opinion <laughs> on it. Uh, on what? I... I don't know the dude. Whether it was right or wrong. Oh, whether it was right or wrong. I think it was right. Um, Some people are saying he was trying to colonize them. Um, Yeah, I made that point earlier. Yeah, I'm going to make a different point, though. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Some people are... (laughs) Love you. Um, Some some people are saying he was trying to colonize them. Um, I kind of call BS on that. Um, until I think those people should get off their butt and go on mission. Um, because right now, everyone who's bashing him is kind of being a keyboard warrior, in my opinion. Um, I'll agree with that. And so, you know what? You go share the gospel to a hostile nation. Um, we've not been, obviously, we haven't been in nations where it's been that hostile but we have. we've been in hostile nations, just not quite to that point. Nations, though. I mean, y'all's Hungary trip was uh, Emma and Amanda went to Hungary this past year. And so y'all's Hungary trip was uh, pretty brutal. And the year prior, I mean, we we had some hardcore spiritual warfare in in Africa. West Africa. Yeah. Um, which all four of us went on. Yes. So, yeah, we uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been in hostile nations. So it's a it's a different mindset than uh, we've also been in non-hostile nations. Eli went to Peru this last year, and that's yeah. not really 
as hostile of a nation anywhere you go. Oh, they're pretty welcoming, actually. They're very nice people. Oh, they're very welcoming. I love Peru. All three of them have been to Peru, and I'm the odd man out, and I want to go so bad. (laughs) You should go. It's the best one. I love Peru so much, but it also depends on, like, where you go. So, like, my first... I went to Peru two years in a row, and my first year, I went to Huancabamba, which is a mountainous village. Um, and Huancabamba. Yeah, Huancabamba. I absolutely adored it. Um, what part of Peru is that in? It's like... <laughs> Speak closer to the mic, why don't you, Eli? <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, what part of Peru? <laughs> no. Sorry. Um, Sorry. It's like... Eight hours out of Piera. Okay. Yeah. It's, Is um, it north, south, east, west? It's, what? Oh, north. North Peru. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a mountainous village. It's really tiny. And, like, I absolutely, I spent the entire week there. Um, Isn't that the witch capital? Yes. In Peru. Real, okay. real creepy. There was witchcraft being done outside my hotel that I was staying at, but like totally okay. Totally yeah. Gucci because we have the power of the Holy Spirit. No, mm-hmm. um, and then like the second, the second year I went to one that's called Wamachuco, um, and so it was totally different than Wankabama because Wamachuco was um, kind of more closed down and kind of like they were just kind of like very shut off to the people and it was mainly women and children because all of the men went into town like big town to like go to work and stuff and like would spend like weeks on end but the reason that they were so standoffish is because the men were like highly abusive and like 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 emotionally and physically and like wouldn't spend time with the women and like basically just had sex with them and like didn't do anything else and so i mean it was a whole different atmosphere which i think that's definitely something to be taken into account especially when talking about john chow and the way that he went in um and the way that he handled all of this because i mean he didn't go in not knowing what he was doing and what god was calling him to but also, I personally feel like he could have done a little more preparation for it. And just, but like, who am I to judge? Like, I'm not him. I'm not called to North Sentinelese people. Like, he. I will knew fund who whoever goes, do. though. Real, though. Like, second that. With, yeah, like, uh, with like, with like my, my barely above minimum wage paycheck, <laughs> I will personally fund that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no. Literally heck, could make heck. more mowing lawns, guys. Heck, God might even call <laughs> me. Not like, I, I don't know. I don't have any room to judge him or like the things that he was doing or the things that he did or whether what he did was right or wrong or um, whether it was biblical, which totally it was. And so, yeah, completely. I mean, hello. The like one thing that Jesus tells us to do is like, hey, go. Yeah, um, yeah. all the people go. that are saying he shouldn't have gone. I think he could have found 
if he could have connected up with the Indian government, that would have been a, been a better situation. I agree because with that. All of the all of these scenarios which have been successful, the one scenario that has been successful and not violent, besides that one creepy dude, which was not successful <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. No. Um, that hasn't been violent is has been funded by the Indian government. Well, like and I, has mm. been. They they use the same tactics too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but it would have worked. But I don't know <laughs> if they would actually yeah. be willing to team up with a missionary. Yeah, the Indian government is you not exactly pro Christian. You would probably have to go as a archaeologist well, or a anthropologist. Or that's whatever interesting. You that's an interesting idea. Yeah, anthropologists really out there, get on that. Yeah. If, you are, if, we have any, if we have any archaeologists or anthropologists or anything that starts with the letter A that can get you on this island with oh the God. Indian government's <laughs> help. And oh a God. Christian out there in the crowd tonight, um, please. <laughs> please pray in, about going. Pray about going and send in your application tonight. I will be accepting <laughs> application <laughs> at my email. Adventure card two at gmail.com. Yes, send it there. Send, send all your scam emails there. Please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to stop. I actually he is do send sick my scam emails. And in Africa, so you need to stop. Kale's fine. He's fine. Kale's well, fine. He'll see, accept it. No, Kale's not going to answer the emails or okay, look at so them. The, so we have some friends and they're in a band and their email is uh, at, at as, as, uh, adventurecar at gmail.com. So if you ever get bored, no, no, just no. email them. It's oh, not. Lord. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, not gonna. Sh- don't tell them the actual one. Well, actually, who's gonna listen to the? It's adventurecar2 at gmail.com. Send all of your emails to that. Yeah. I do. No. I send all my Kill's scam gonna emails. gonna kill me later. Have you find out about this? Oh, I'm sending this podcast. <laughs> it was me. I lost my train of Please don't. I'm spending all day with him tomorrow. I say something. And I lost my train of thought. Oh, anyway, what I was going to say is, like, anyone who's, like, you know, who shouldn't have gone, it was stupid, it was reckless. You know what? Paul was reckless, too. He's a hero of the faith. Peter cut a dude's ear off. That was pretty reckless. He's a hero of the faith. Although that was was pre, pre, you know... Okay, that's true. That's pre cross. You know, but still pretty cross. But pretty bombing. You know, Thomas to kill someone for Jesus, but that's not what Jesus was about. I know, but that's still pretty bad to the bone, though. Yeah, but still, that's one of the things that kind of irritates me about this whole entire thing is like they're calling him reckless for doing this and getting martyred for the faith because he went to a nation or to an island that he's filled called to. Almost his entire life. As soon as he mm-hmm. found out that it's the most isolated island in the world. I think he was like four. He wanted to do it. Yeah. It's like he looked it up on Joshua Project and found out that it was the most isolated. And ever since then, he's fallen in love with the people. And they're calling him reckless for doing this. But there's millions, maybe even billions of martyrs throughout history from... Um, All of the... Who, who was the first one? Stephen to current. And I mean, suddenly all of the disciples not. got killed for their faith. Exactly. Except for John, who who got poisoned, but it didn't work. So. Yeah. And, like, they're just, Christians are calling him reckless, but they're praising all the other martyrs of the faith 
in the yeah, past. It's like I mean, it doesn't like, make any sense. It's because it's practical. His actions, his actions were very reckless, which you know, I give him I give him, you know, props for. He was okay, willing also, to do it. They, yeah. We're gonna sing about the overwhelming reckless love of God, but then persecute someone for being reckless because of his love for <laughs> exactly. God. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. So but, but like Reckless is different too. He took calculated risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. Yeah, and he knew exactly he... what he was getting into. Exactly. He was okay with it too. Um, and we talked about this too. We read an article and it was like, it caused seven other people to get um, arrested, even an Indian missionary. He should have told them. You know what? He, they knew. I, I mean, they knew. There's no way. No one. No one gets bribed to go to an island you're not allowed to go to and says, hmm, I know I'm not supposed to. I'm, I don't know that I'm not supposed to go to this island, but I'm getting paid to do it. But I'm I know this is no def- questions. No. I know this is right. I know this is definitely not against the law, especially since this island is off limits to everyone. You know, no one says that. No one. They knew it was illegal. First off, it was it was banned by the Indian government. They knew that they they could have said no to the money, yeah. And they probably also knew that he was a Christian and what his intent and goals were. I I think that they were Christian too. I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I think. I think that's the only way. Well, and it would be like nonsense if they weren't. Because like if Chow came to these people, we're like, yo, I need some help. I need to get to this island, and if they're a sensible person, they're going to be like, why the heck do you want to go there? They kill everyone. And then they're going to be like, you know, we're going to go to the Indian government, and next thing you know, you're arrested. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're arrested. But the thing is, is like, I think that Chow had, he had contacts. He knew who to go to. He knew who uh, everyone who would smuggle him into an illegal area. Everyone who got arrested knew what they were getting into. I don't believe that Chow withheld information from them. That's nonsensical, and that's not how missionaries typically operate. Um, Well, that's the thing is, like, everyone believes that he's not operating as a typical missionary or a good missionary or as a missionary should when the calling to be a missionary isn't really set... Well, my thing is, is like, he, we don't know what conversations happen behind closed doors. Exactly. Yeah. And if those guys, if those fishermen are Christians, it is better for them to say they are not. So that way they can get out quicker and they can go tell more people about Jesus. And that's exactly. the God's honest truth. So that way they can get a shorter sentence and just say, he paid us. And we didn't ask questions. That is better for them if they are Christians to say, "Who's breathing into the microphone?" Sorry, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I have a problem. I'm sorry. It's, it's better for it's them. Okay, <laughs> it is better for them as Christians to say, "No, we're not Christians. He just smug. He just wanted us to take us, take them out, take him out to this place, and he paid us enough to where we didn't ask questions." Um, it's so they don't get in prison longer and so they can go back out and share their faith. Do I think that Chow probably actually did pay them whether they were Christian or not? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I think he paid them. So. 
I think you paid them. I think you have to for fuel and other things. It looks fishy if you don't. Like, it does look iffy, but it's also like, listen, like I know you're a Christian, but like this is a service, not to me, but a service to the the North Sentinelese people, and it's a service to God, and like you deserve to be paid for that. Like that's just something that like you are putting your life on the line. Not because of your calling to these people, but because of my calling to these people. Yeah, the least I can do is pay you something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so, uh, and so, I mean, yeah. Did we hit everything? I'm sure we're gonna miss something. No, I mean, like, we don't know anything about them, like, really, like, except for what they look like. Mm -hmm. We know some of what their language sounds like that's very little and we know basically nothing of their culture which really bothers me because i kind of want to know you know what i mean <laughs> me too. yeah like you can't really understand a people group unless you know at least a little bit about their culture and the fact well, that we only know so much about their language and, and how they dress that's all that we know like well it's not enough we, yeah. our group, has had the North Sentinelese on our radar for a while. I don't remember when I sent that to you. Was that before It Gambia? was. That was before Gambia? Yeah. yeah. So this has been on our radar for two years. And so when this popped up that a missionary was killed going to the North Sentinelese, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, you know what? That made, I'm really proud of him. That's awesome. I'm glad that he tried to do something no one else did. Mm-hmm. And so... To see him getting absolutely crucified on the back end for something that he did, which is noble and honorable, and all the apostles did as well, um, you know, it, it kind of breaks my heart. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, that's the thing. It's like we, we as Christians need to um, – someone said it best. It's like Christians are hardest on their own. We point out the speck in someone else's eye before we pull out the beam of our own um and that was that's that's from scripture but it, we were i was reading a conversation someone was mm-hmm. having on this earlier today on facebook and so um, well, like, hashtag my... don't sue us not sponsored <laughs> I, I doubt god is gonna sue you i think you're gonna be fine for quoting his scripture and oh no i was talking about facebook I think <gasps> oh, be oh 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 this is something else i wanted to say can i say it? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, no, it's like anyone who's saying, you know what, he was reckless or whatever. You know what? He got up to heaven and God looked at him and said, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't think John Chow really cares what the heck is going on down here now. I think he's Real pretty though. happy. Oh, definitely not. Like, he's going to, like, um. I mean, like, I'm Revelation sure he wants them to be the saved, room. right? I'm sure he wants the North Sentinelese to be saved. But, like, he's he got- in heaven. Yeah, and he got the ultimate honor. Like, there's no higher honor for a Christian than being a martyr. Like, it yeah. even talks about it in Revelation. It's like all the martyrs mm-hmm. get a white robe, and, like, that's a high, like, really high standing. Yeah. But one thing I kind of wanted to bring up is, like, uh, what was it? I had it in my mind. <laughs> Dang it. Um, one of the things that I think was really interesting is that so much conversation started around this. Like, I'm just calling it right now that, like, this conversation right now that's happening around John Chow is going to raise up the next missionary that's going to go to them and be like, okay, 
this guy was willing to do it. I'm willing to take it a step farther. And it's like, he was willing to take that step. He's planting the seed for me to go and try to get a little bit farther with them. And whether it takes one more or several more missionaries to go to these people, eventually one of these people is going to get in there. And I bet it's going to be someone that hears about John Chow has never heard about this North Central East people. And that's how he's going to, that person's going to get to the people. I fully then, believe in that. And, and then that, 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 that missionary is going to get there and he's going to be like, wait, who's the white dude? That's John Chow. <laughs> Psych, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Psych. <laughs> not dead. It's like, you thought boy. It's like the biggest, like, it's like the second biggest, like, thought you thought I was dead in history. Like, the biggest would be, like, like, no, Jesus. It's like, oh, you thought you could kill me. You thought you could kill me. That's gotta be top five. You could kill me, but I'm not dead, boy. Yeah, that'd definitely be top five. I'd say number two position would be Paul with all the times that people thought he was dead, but he okay, always comes yeah. back. Paul collectively with all the times people it's like, thought he was dead. Yeah, he's definitely number two. It's like, they're like, Jesus, is that you? I thought you were dead, but are you alive? And he's like, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, that's such a good pun right there. Uh, Oh my gosh. I love myself so much. You know, so I just, I just, I agree with that. And I think that this is bringing more publicity to it. Which they probably don't want, but I think that's going to be a good thing. And that's going to bring a heart for other places in the world, too. Like, deep in the Congo, there are uncontacted tribes. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I've always wanted to go there. Plus, there are rumors of dinosaurs. And so I just want to go. Dude, yes. (laughs) On North North Sentinel Island. No, Congo. The Congo. Congo. The Republic of the Congo. Yeah. I really want to go everywhere. Yes, I you really do. want to go to the Congo and to Morocco. I want to go to Kenya. And I will go to Nairobi. To go to Indonesia. I think that'd be hella fun. And um, language. Uh, hella. <laughs> no. Helen. <laughs> no, I've already been to Mount St. Helens. Okay, hush. Have you really? Yeah. I've been there too. That's great. I didn't I actually see it because it was cloudy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't been I there yet. Seattle. I don't want to go to South Canada, honestly. I lived like... in Seattle for six weeks. <laughs> no, neither do I. Seattle's Just nice. Kidding. I love Mount St. Helens. Yeah. yeah, Eli, now you're the odd man out. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> How does right, it feel? I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, oh, don't I've cry. been to other places. I'm happy. Have you seen the mountains of Peru? Eli, yeah. shut out. Amen. Amen. Who wants to go, man? Pales in comparison. Like, Honestly, uh, though. Have you all been to Juan Chaco? To what? I hate all Juan of you. Juan on the beach. Juanico? I don't know. Or Juan Chaco. I've been to a Gambian beach. That was no. fun. Dude, we'll have to do a podcast with a bunch of missionary stories. Yes, that can be the next one. Yeah, we can do a fun, fun one. We can uh, just telling, take turns telling different stories from different trips. I'm telling like we can do Peru, Gambia, like that, that Hungary. one time that we got on a resort beach in Gambia. That was yeah. the best ever. Or that one time that Wilkie got locked in a Peruvian bathroom and we had to 
come back to. I'll tell you that one later. <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> I thought. Oh my god. We should just stop this one and make the other one right now. I'm running out of battery, unfortunately. So am I. And it's hitting right up to an hour in this podcast. Oh yeah, I think we need I think to we're sign have off. To call it sign off next call week. It. Hold up, we got two minutes left before it's an hour. Oh, we'll hold we out. Make it then. Even. Oh, it's sorry. like a minute a sign, thirty seconds. Like bro. on my wall, keeps like it's like washi taped onto my wall, but it like, <laughs> but it keeps like falling off and scaring the ever loving crap out of me. It's so scary. I scare easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good and good. No, so any any last the words or thoughts? Okay, so one of the um, scientists, um, I don't, I think I don't remember who it was, but he said, "Let me see if I can find him." Anyway, I'll look it up here in a minute. But he said that the North Sentinel E's look more like um, they look like other, Aborigines. They do, but they look more like um, the Jarawa, Jarawa, I believe is how they're pronounced. Um, of the Andaman Islands than anyone other around the area. Yeah, they're really dark but, in complexion. Well, they're, the Jarawas are also pretty black, you know. They look like Africans, really. Honestly. Yeah. Well, though, just be straight up. Like, come on. I mean, really, they do. But, um, uh, so, but the thing is, they've tried to speak the language to the North Sinanolese, but they haven't been able to use jarawa 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 that's a hard word to say that language uh to contact or speak with them have they tried dutch uh what no why i don't think so i mean may have um a lot of islands in that area actually speak a lot of dutch um unlike Suriname, they speak primarily dutch yeah, and but like, Suriname is nowhere close. I know but the, that, but this but, is also not contacted. That's true. I mean, shoot, try it. Like, if it works, like, try it. Try anything. I don't know. Send literally send a linguist over there. Can we speak Greek to them? It's all Greek to me. Hey. Well, actually, he had logistics training. I just read yeah, that in an article. It was like he had very um, harsh training in Kansas to where he would drop mm-hmm. off and have training to try yeah, to get in contact with them. I read that too. Sounds kind of crazy. Like, I wouldn't want to do that personally because it sounds ridiculous. But it's also very interesting. Also, we've hit an hour, guys, so we're going to have to talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Finish this conversation later. Bye. No, Bye. No. All right, we're going to yeah, let's, hang up. Let's sign off for realsies because my, uh, my right. phone's about to die. So cool. Are you Grandma going to edit out for realties? Nope, that's staying. Oh All my. of this is staying except for the first minute. All right, guys, if you'd, oh, if you'd like to contact us further, go on Gmail. And look up Adventure Car Two. Oh my god! <laughs> no, my bad. no, Adventure Car. No, Adventure don't Car send Dan it to them. Two at gmail.com. and um, 
our associates there will get in contact with you. Yes, especially you if you have negative feedback, Adventure Cartoon it there. at gmail.com. All lowercase. Adventure gonna Card. Kill me. Adventure Car Band 2 at gmail.com. We were just and talking that's about the, the number two. Of a martyr. Stop. <laughs> All right. Thank All you right. guys for All right, guys, calling with for us. Listening. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Peace.